Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children and anarchists of all ages, welcome to the Dark Lord Reapers United States of Anarchy podcast. I am the man without a plan, the Dark Lord himself, the Nightmare King, giving you unapologetic truth for the hardcore facts. If you're looking for celebrity gossip, this is not the podcast for you. Don't like what I have to say? Two words. Don't listen. Boycott this podcast. Boycott my social media. Boycott anything that has my name to count, that has my name attached to it. Oh yeah, and boycott my inbox too. This is a podcast for real people, for real topics, and real situations. This apparently, thank you to all my new listeners and subscribers. This podcast has grown since it started, and I've hit a milestone. This has been the one year anniversary since I started this podcast a year So what am I going to be talking about? On this podcast, we are going to be discussing one of my favorite things to talk about, video games. And I'm going to have a new guest on my show. And it's someone that I've known for quite a long time. And we're going to break down video games from its history. Classic games, games that flopped games that mostly don't get attention but should and we're going to give our reviews of these games so buckle up hold on tight and let's enjoy hey it's jolita great what's up and we're back ladies and gentlemen so on this episode we will be discussing video games from past present and future games consoles as well as our favorite survey. So joining me on this episode is a very good friend of mine who has her own podcast, her own platform that is sweeping podcast platforms all over social media. From the hit podcast of Are You Dead Ass? Please welcome Jolie the Great. Hello, hello, how you doing? I'm finding yourself. I'm great, I'm great. Okay, so uh, welcome to the honor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the dark side. We have to be. Oh, nice. Milk? Oh, that's yes, part of the No milk? Yes, we have milk. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's start off with what brought you into video? Like. My brothers, honestly, they were like a major influence because I'm the baby first, the youngest, and then my sister, she's the eldest, so she's like way older than me. So growing up, I basically just like actually doing my brothers. So I basically like kind of try to do everything they do. So they were kind of into video games. They had all types of systems, and I was the one always watching them play, and I couldn't wait for them to do play outside and I would just jump right on and play until they come back and then they pick me up in here. So it's always been like around me so I'm like, oh, I'm like I can't wait to get my own system. And then that's the reason we get into video game and like I was like I need to get my own system one day. I'm tired of them kicking me out. I want them to let me play and yeah it was like pretty good at it now. So from then on it was history. Like I'm always finding new system different video games, trying to try out different stuff, and it's fun for me, I actually like it, it's like more than a hobby, it's mm-hmm. like meditation, it's, and it's, then, it's stressful either for you, very stressful, oh my god, my state is so stressful, so when I actually play video games, I, it's like, I go to a different zone, 
I'm in a different world, and it's like, yeah, it went from just a child thing to being my tool of meditation. I don't, I don't know, that's the way I can see it. <laughs> that's the way I can study it now. Right. Well, you kind of remind me of my little sister because when I got to, when I got to video games at a younger age and I was living at my father's house, I was possibly the only person in my house that played video games because I went somewhere to play video games. So when we went to our family friend's house, they had a Super Nintendo for, for our younger viewers that don't know what a Super Nintendo is. That is the console. <laughs> and the neighbor had all the good ones. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Sonic the Hedgehog, and we asked and my stepbrother and me sat down, and he's always talking fast, he's like, yo, I could beat you, like, but she's never played. So it's like, okay, time to school, class 101, class is tested. So we're looking for the second controller, who's holding it but my three-year-old baby sister? Aw, that was me, like in 1991, when Sonic came out, I was really... I didn't know what I was doing. I was just running to the ring, and I'm like, oh, let me run into the ring. He's so pretty. And no, not running the spikes in the ring. Come on, that's what I meant. And I was just thinking it was so pretty, and that's not even objective in the ring. It was to not get hurt, but I was mean. Yeah. So, um, what would you say was was one of the stations? of the early 90s in terms of console, like game that you had to play it. Like even if you didn't have a console, you had to play it. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. And it was like... Was it the they, first or second one? Because that's what I was about to say. They came out with so many. And it was just like, every time you feel like, okay, this is my favorite, then they come out with another one with two characters, different costumes. So Mortal Kombat to me was like amazing. They always had something new. It was always like it was, you could never get bored. So it was like at the time I was playing um, like after Sega. Uh, I was on Sega Genesis. I was playing Sonic. Uh, I don't remember the name. I just can't remember the name of it. And when Mortal Kombat came out, yeah, that it blew my mind. That's when I actually just stayed up all night. <laughs> the yeah. next day, I was doing that. I couldn't get anything. I can't even eat. Like, I'm telling you, like, I didn't want to get up to eat. My mother would be so upset. Like, I'm gonna shut this game in. I'm gonna disconnect everything. I'm gonna stop eating and let you eat this. And I'm like, no, this is me. I have four brothers. It was me. And then when they're outside playing, I'm playing all day. Then they come back and they're playing, but then they'll pass out and then they'll come over, like, sneaking in. And I'll play again. And I'll be eating them so night, right? Yeah, that's it. It was just, it's, I, I got that good stuff. Well, my first game, I had a babysitter. I had a babysitter, and she had a sister, but she never played it. So when my mom was oh, wow. yeah. so it was kind of like mine, but it wasn't mine. Okay, I see. <laughs> she had Street Fighter, she had boxing, she had Mario. So the first fight, I preferred fighting games. I always had a bias towards yeah, fighting games because, like, the adventure games were always so difficult for me because I didn't know the the purpose of it. Right. So you could say I got into Street Fighter. Um, to this day, I'm not that good at it. I mostly just play for fun, for sheer fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm a competitive Street Fighter too. For fun. Which brings me to my next question. 
I was gonna save this for another segment, but let's get into like let's break it down for the kids that don't understand. Who would you say are the, your top five most most recognizable video game icons of all time? Okay, I'm gonna give you my top five favorite. So I'm gonna give you Tommy. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Tomb Raider. Lara Croft. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I'm stuck now. I was in it. My five. Okay, we got Lara Croft. Tommy. Um. You ever played this game? Or Dead or Alive? Yes. Okay, so the guy with the box was, I don't know why, I can't remember But I literally probably use him every time I play the game. I know who you're talking about. That, that I was... His name is Joe. Oh my god. I remember... I know... That was like one of the, um... The... The... the from Sega. From the 3D Revolution. Right. Oh, I forgot to mention my favorite of all time. Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero. <laughs> and, let me see, so I said four. Let me take another one, because it's like, what I can say that. Hmm. Okay, give me a three. Give me three and I'll come back with my fifth one. I gotta think about this one. It's a three that comes to my head and it's too many. Okay. Um, top, like, most iconic video game characters of all kinds for me. Strike, Final, Final Fantasy VII, Cloud. Okay. Because he changed the way I looked at video games and the character. Okay, I see that. I can see that. Um, Street Fighter, Blanca. Oh my god. That's another one. Blanca was a good, um, Cheese. You don't with that with the cheese. Yeah, that's a, that's a cheese. He was a cheese. That's a good cheese. But I, the reason why I loved him because he represented the fighting style that I'm trained in, which is Capoeira. Believe it or not. Oh, that's like the Brazilian, right? Yeah, that's the Brazilian black style of fighting. Oh, cool. So, so it's like the that influence to do that, or um, that's another story for another time. So I said Blanca, I said um, Cloud Strike. Uh, who else? Um, who else? Um, Sonic, because... I was going to say Sonic, but... Mm, once upon a time, before I came to high school, in America, I was a track runner. And when I was little, I wanted to be a track runner because my whole family ran track. Oh, that's dope. That's a nice story. I don't know that. My, my mom ran track, my dad ran track, my little sister ran track. Um, my aunt did it. In fact, she made it to the Olympics. She used to represent Jamaica. Wow. Wow, that's so dope. And here's a fun fact about me that most people don't know, and it's true. When my mom sent me to Jamaica, she quote-unquote toughened me up. Not only did I make it to the varsity team when I was going to St. Thomas more track, I broke the record for prep school, and that record still stands to this day. Wow, insert clap, so that's amazing. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. I never knew that. Most people... You can definitely run Well, I got weight on me now, so probably not, <laughs> but... I mean, I know how to run correctly, but if I get back to shape, maybe I can. 
but the accent was nothing. Like, I, you tell me one probably the only people in my family that, the only people in my family that don't run track and field is my niece and nephew, but they're late bloomers. They probably might catch on something. They might catch come later. So, Sonic is my number three. Okay, so number two, it was my number three. Mortal Kombat, even though he is, even though he's not the most popular character, Luke Kang. Okay, I didn't think he was going to even though he's the, even though he's not, even though he's the hero of the story, believe it or not, he's not the face of the franchise. No, he's always been the hero of the story. Mm-hmm. But here's a secret about the, the franchise Mortal Kombat you never may not know. You ever seen the movie Big Trouble in Little Chinatown? No, I haven't. Well, you might catch the reference once I point this out to you. Okay. They have these characters in there called the Three Hellers. They all represented an element. One represented wind, one represented... I don't even know what he represented. But his name was Tom Tom. Or something, something like that. There was another one in there that used lightning, and that character was what Raiden was based on. So if you ever watch, if you ever watch Big Trouble in Little Chinatown, you'll see the character. He's probably one of the first villains to appear. So he was written the character of Raiden was based on him. Oh nice. And uh, and obviously, if you didn't know, Liu Kang is based on the legendary late great martial artist Bruce Lee. Yeah, I heard that before. And he's not the only character that's based on Bruce Lee. If you pay attention to Street Fighter, you ever look at Phelong? That's true. Phelong is based on Bruce Lee. He sounds like him too. And it doesn't help that his his fighting style is Jensen Do. And that's the same style Bruce Lee's invention. So, okay, we covered Blanca, Cloud Strife, Liu Kang, and Sonic. And my other, my fifth and final character that I feel is an iconic video game character, no matter what you say, you gotta go to the grandfather of them all. We all love him. Mario. Yep, our favorite plumber, <laughs> Mario. That's that literally my fifth one, So, my fifth one, I don't know if I'm Yes. That's my fifth one. Yeah, anyone loves a shoot em up. So from that I thought that's when the fighting started back to the story. I was like, oh my god, it's Oh the storyline was um addictive. But here's something that you wanted to like end the game. Really yeah. And then when you ended it, when I ended the game, I was like, this is the first. And then Max Payne 2 came on, and then it was just crazy. And then they put out, then they put out Max Payne. It was just a great game. I love that. Me personally, a lot of people don't mention it no more. Me personally, Max Payne gave you a taste of what it is to be a cop. Right. It gave you a taste of what it is to be a cop. And it's like, yeah, that's how you stuff ain't built for me. But, he, but, here's some, my family, but, 
But here's something that you may not know about Max Payne. Max okay. Payne's um, gameplay, in terms of how it operated and all that, another popular game that was popular in the early 2000s, based on a certain rapper that we all know and love, used the same mechanics. I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I think I think. 50 Cent Bulletproof. Like a lot of like I'm I'm sorry but because of my my occupation as a designer I'm a stickler for detail. So like little things that most people won't notice I pick up on. So And I'm like not overlooking I look at this game and say, okay, what's the big picture? <laughs> right. That's me. Like, you look at the big picture, but don't overlook the little thing. Right. That's it. So, what would you say is a very, a very, a matter of fact, we'll say that for the next segment. Okay. So, alright. So, here's my thing. This is the one crossover I always wanted to see, but people said it wouldn't work, and it never worked, so it never worked. The one crossover, since we're on the topic of fighting games, was Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. I've always wanted to see that crossover, because we got Mortal Kombat versus Tekken. Yeah, I remember that. And it worked, because seeing Hitachi fight Akuma, that was like... When I thought on paper, it was like, really? But when we saw them face to face, it was like, oh, oh. That was like, that's like Superman versus Krypton, Superman versus Doomsday, and no Krypton. Right. Yeah. That was amazing. So, but, the first one, like, what would I want? Right. To be honest, like, I kind of do like the idea of being made like Street Fighter Mortal Kombat. Like, that's the only thing. Because like those, those characters are so significant to us because we know them from their games. And we've watched the, and we've watched the characters progress. We've seen the progress. Okay, so let's see, let's see, okay, let's say this would happen. Hypothetically. Let's say, um, Capcom and um, NetherRealms got their stuff together and said, okay, let's do the crossover in that, right? Which characters would you honestly say, if they were to meet, they would be friends? And which characters would you say, if they were to meet, it would be catastrophic? Let's take the, the few things and, uh, yeah, I think it's... Well, I can tell what? you... I can tell you oh, yeah. I know your team up. Okay, go ahead. I know for a fact M. Bison and Aino would team up because they're both criminals. They're terrorist criminals. But you don't think that the, there will be a power struggle? Well, of course there would be some kind... Somebody would get screwed over somewhere because Kano yeah, is very... Take over. Someone's gonna, <laughs> Someone's Someone's gonna, gonna get screwed. Somebody's gonna get screwed. If anything, Bison would probably try to use Kano to get to Shao Kahn to do something underhanded. Think about that for a second. You got a bunch of people who are criminals 
who have shown in the past they are underhanded and always manipulate and bison is a very manipulative guy so there's no way he would work for someone like Shao Kahn. So they'll work together to take down the common enemy, but they wouldn't be able to come together. Yeah, that truce would not last. Hmm. Okay, I can see that. Then you got the ninjas. Let's key in the ninja factor. You got okay. Sub Zero, who is now the head of the Lin Kuei. My favorite of all time. I love him. I could see I gotta him. Figure, I gotta figure him right now, though. <laughs> I could see him training Kabuki. And I could see him helping out to a certain extent. Like, okay, um, I'll help you guys, but just know. You cross me, it's your ass. Yeah, sometimes it was like, really tough. I don't think like, his character is he's not really friendly at all. He's not, because you gotta remember, he spent like he spent so long being accused of something he didn't do. Right. So it's like, okay, um we're cool now, but I still don't trust you as far as I can throw you. <sighs> and then of course you know all the military characters are going to team up. Guy, Dial, Jax, um, Sonya, Cassie, all of them are gonna team up. So they're out of it. We know they're teaming. So then you have the heroes of the story, like the actual heroes: Ryu, Ken, Luke, Johnny Cage, those guys. And then Raiden is trying to get everyone to work together, but they're gonna be like, okay, um... Um, no, get out. <laughs> like, That's yeah, we don't know you. Because remember, the Street Fighter character is very used to being in a tournament. But right. the likelihood of them being killed is zero to none, whereas Mortal Kombat, all you do is finish them. And <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be the characters that will be like, what? <laughs> Like, um, he lost. It's over. I'm going home now. <laughs> well, there are a few characters that if you push them, they will kill you. Case in point, Akuma. And we all know his motivation. He'll show up just to fight Ryu. Shao Kahn will be like, wait a minute, who are you? Like, who invited you? He's like, um, Ryu hold that thought. Raging Demon. That's it. <laughs> Right. Because he did that to Bison in a, um in the Street Fighter comic. I don't know if you're aware of it. They showed the tournament, the first World Warrior tournament. And Ryu made it to the end and Bison stepped up to fight Ryu. And Okuma just showed up out of nowhere. He was there the whole time. And Bison was like, who do you think you are? And rushed him and tried to be his psycho crusher. Um, was like one moment demon hit on the ground with black smoke out of his eyes and it's like where were we i was like whoa i looked at who do you think who do you think raider will team up with a lot 
Street Fighter that definitely focus like a master Griffin. Ryu and Ken's master. He would team up with them. Say that again. Mm -hmm. Oh no. So if it's my singing is going in and out, it means it's just like, I apologize. Hold on. Speaking of which, let me plug in my phone. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I hear you. That's fine. Okay, good. I'm not back. Okay, so I said I'm Jaden. I didn't know anything else after that. Oh, okay. I said Master Goku is someone he would definitely team up with. Yeah, he's the one that trained Ryu and Ken, and that happens to be Akuma's brother. Mm. Like, that guy is nuts. Like, he can throw a Hadouken with one hand. I like all you Oh, you mean the Shoryu thing? That's what he's saying. I don't, I need to go home. I need to go home. Oh, with that. I can imagine. Funny story, and I swear, my mother thinks this is normal. One day, my father goes on a vacation. He leaves her home. We didn't have a baby, so she had a baby. So now we're home, we're with her, and we were in the living room. This is at the time my mother, she was us cleaning room, so she was the type of mom that is like, you see plastic on your couch because she doesn't want her couches to get messed up. Yeah, that was the 90s. Yeah, that was so the kid, I'm that like, was the yeah, we can sit on the couch, we want to play, uh-uh, go play in your room. The room or outside. A playground, right? So now we got a little older, so now we were able to, you know, have to be in the little room, and we put the system on. At the time, we had Dreamcast. Oh, oh yeah, I remember Dreamcast. I had it. My mother, she was tired of us arguing going back and forth back and forth. She got up because she had a headache, she said. She's suffering my ignorance. She got up. She threw the Dreamcast out the window. Whoa! We were crying. Yo, it was the worst day ever. It was the summertime. Oh, man. We had a few weeks to go back to school. Now we really bored. And it was like, you know, she felt bad about it before the summer. Because we went from Dreamcast to PlayStation. After that, we're like, we're not looking back. Uh-uh, we're going to be upgrading now. We're going forward. Having a PlayStation. Believe it or not, I was the only person when we were in Erasmus that still had a Dreamcast. And I was still playing it. That's nothing. That's nothing. I had a friend. This is this is a story and it's true. I had a friend. His mother just bought him the original PlayStation for Christmas. He had it for a month. Just a month. Uh-uh. He came home with his report card, right? Oh boy, I remember those days. His report card, keep in mind, he was an A-plus student because those are the type of people I hung around. 
A plus student. His one of his A classes dropped to a C. She confiscated it, right? She's like, until your grades get back up, no PlayStation. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, those were the worst days. Y'all, y'all. Well, I. Play because she worked. He gets. Oh, One day, homeboy didn't know that she was coming home early. She got out of school early and caught him. She watched him play. She ain't say nothing to him. She called him, let him eat his dinner. Set up. Ready. But that didn't she? Hot water in it. Oh my god. So she's really That was that's high as it is. That could have like come out and come out. <laughs> In here is the fact that you gave grades. Right. So When he told me that, I was like, yo, man, I felt bad for him. Yeah, that sounds very extreme and traumatic. I my mother feels so guilty for that. No, here's like, the thing. I'm traumatized, okay? He no, but here's, the, but here's the thing, though. Here's what saved him. He still got it. He was able to save the memory card. <laughs> ah, smart kid. Smart guy. <laughs> he took the memory card. Like, he always kept the memory card in his drawer, so... At least he didn't have to start all over. Yeah. But here's the thing. But here's the thing that also saved him. Where I lived, there were video game tournaments all the time. And oh, wow. first prize, if you made it to the final round, one of the prizes, you could get a PlayStation, a 364, um, Dreamcast, any of those. Oh, nice. So after he got off punishment, he was, he got off on punishment just in time, and he won. So he got a PlayStation. His That's mother, nice. his mother was like, "Save me the trouble, but you still ain't playing until next year." Oh, <laughs> I laughed at him. He was like, "This," he said, "Yo, I ain't pressure my luck." So there are our stories, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we are going to talk about most underrated video games of all time and some of the video yeah. games that you don't know about that you should be playing okay. okay so let me do some brief editing and we'll be back and we're back so we are discussing video games classics next gen everything now before i begin 
our next our this segment i must say that score that sub zero i love it i i was looking at it when i went into gamestop the other day i had to get it and it was the last one there but i didn't know they restocked so often so i thought i was like exclusive <laughs> well that's um that's the kwai liang um sub-zero yeah i love to get a bihan sub-zero aka i want to collect all of them like if i can get every single one i will yeah these are but, so amazing i love them thing that upsets me they don't scale with mark they don't scale the same height as a marvel or a dc character because todd mcfarne makes them seven inches instead of six. Oh, so when you actually put them all together the the taller, they'll be like giants. Like, which I see what they did. That's kind of that's kind of smart. <laughs> they probably did it on purpose. It was probably yeah. You're probably right. And on top of that, the articulation is like, oh, oh my god. So I can't even <laughs> pose this the way I want to pose it. Right. But action figures. That's another comment. I didn't even know you collected. Yeah, I do. I love action figures. I like the pop um figure, like the little figures. They so cute. Mm-hmm. They have like the office one. They have like different TV shows that I like. Uh, if I find them that I like, I should get them. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So in this segment, I wanted to get into underrated video games and games playing. You say is a very under. It's one that a lot of people don't remember at all. It was the also Dreamcast, and it was Core Shamu. It, it was about it was about uh, Asian boy. I don't remember the exact location he was from, but he was from he's an Asian boy that his father got killed. His father actually taught him how to fight, and he learned everything from his dad. So when his dad got killed, he went on in the town. So the game is like a first player game. So what you do is you gotta ask if any instruction to do anything. You literally start off seeing the witnessing what happened, and okay. then you move on, and then you have to go into town. So now when you go into town, you gotta ask people stuff. Sometimes the store is closed. The game has like a timer where it's like hour, like you know the hours go by. Like it's like a real life game. Like hours pass. <laughs> yeah, it's Sims actual object. Right. So you see the you see the hours and the days and stuff and it tells you sometimes you go into a store you want to ask hey um unless you you don't ask the character the other characters in the game questions like hey do you um do you know where this is from like he had like you start off with one little item and then you go around you get more clues and more clues and then it basically leads you to finding out who killed the father and bringing basically justice and peace. And to me, the game was amazing. Like, it took me so long to finish the game. When I finally finished it, I was like, oh, my God, this game is amazing. I can't wait for the second one. They had the second one. It was they didn't make it as good as the first. The storyline was way shorter. Um, but I think that was an underrated game, Shamu. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how it's spelled, but... That's how I used to say it. Shamu was from Dreamcast, and I think it was only exclusive for Dreamcast. Yeah, that's the that's the. I think that's what kills a lot of video game franchises when they make it exclusive for that one console. I think that really kills um, uh, what's the name 
franchises. But here's a game that you may or may not remember, and it started on Dreamcast. And me personally, it fused two things that I loved the most, that I loved, which was graffiti art and rollerblading, which was radio. First of all, that game is amazing. That's the one that you um you can graffiti everywhere. You have like the certain characters and you go into town. Yeah. Yes, I remember that game. I forgot. What's Jet Set that? Radio. Jet Set Radio. The music in the game was lit. The I first love one. It. I remember the game now. That you first one was Jet Set Radio, and the sequel that came out on Xbox was Jet Set Future. I never knew that. It came out exclusively. You think they are, you think it's available? Oh now? yeah. I will literally play that game yeah. right now. It's a classic play. game. And what I love about it is that it had black characters that you could play at. Yes, I was gonna say that. Yes. The girl with the puff. And then I remember like, oh my god, I love that game. Now that you mentioned it, I'm like so excited. <laughs> I forgot that game. Like I said, it's a very it's badly underrated. If there was more they could have done with the game. That game was amazing. I remember you had to hit certain um, objectives. Like the objective is to hit certain tricks. It would be so hard. And then you have to reach certain places for graffiti. You're like, how the heck am I going to do this? And you're doing it over and over. Yeah. It's like, I remember the it, game was so cool. I had to do like one board. Like five, six, seven, eight times. Right. Yeah. And right, you get mad, but you still yeah, because it's like it's frustrating, but it's like I gotta see what happens next. I gotta do it, like you know, you can do and it. You know, how, and you know, it's cartoon violence when you are using spray paint to fight people that are shooting at you with rock launchers and guns. You spray paint a helicopter and it crashes. Like, what the hell? That's cartoon violence. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of our class. It's one of the classic games that you should be playing. That if you haven't played, check it out. Guess what? I just found out. Um, Shenmue is on PlayStation One, and well, it has Shenmue One and Two. It's on PlayStation Four, so you can actually, if you want, you can actually you can actually play it. See it. Yes, I'm gonna send you the information. You have to see the storyline. It's amazing. Okay, I'll look into it, and when I get my PlayStation Five, hopefully it will come over because I'm getting PlayStation Five. I'm sorry, I have to. Oh yeah, you, oh I forgot. What is your your preferred gaming system? Oh, my preferred gaming system. Unfortunately, let's not mess it up today. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, what's the name? I'm loyal to Sony, PlayStation. I, yes, I, yes. PlayStation Portable. I own a PSP. I still have my PlayStation Three. I haven't played it in years. My PlayStation Three is in my storage unit, and I would never get rid of it, no matter what. I still have most of my games. I still have most of my games. But here's a game that was underrated or underpromoted: Afro Samurai. Oh my gosh, you were so right. What happened to that game? It had like like it had the right mechanics. It just was not promoted the way it could have been promoted. Who was the cat who was the voice of Afro Samurai? Samuel Jackson. Yes, right? Okay, cool. It, I, that's what I remember. It was someone very If you I played the game probably I never owned the game. I played it because someone had the game. And 
you're right. It was pretty cool. I like it. It was pretty it was, decent. It was good. good. And it's like, okay, it changed a lot from the actual storyline that was in the anime cartoon in the game. But I get it. It was for more, so you can get more out of the game. You can get more out of it. Because if it went fully off of what was on the TV show, it would be short, sweet, and to the point. So that's another game that was enjoyable. But here's a game that you've probably heard of that you should be playing if you're not already playing it. Or have you at least heard of Well, I shouldn't play you, You sorry? should have been playing it. Oh, I should have been? Yes. Okay. The Monster Hunter franchise. Monster Hunter franchise. I haven't heard of it. It's basically one of the best games to come out of Japan. And on cap so monster hunters yeah monster it has multiple oh. games it's like an ongoing story basically you are not the focus of the story the main the stars of the move of the cartoon of the game are the monsters that you hunt mm. hunt them capture them kill them and you get armor for it you get armor new weapons it's like a job Mm. You can play as male or female. Um, yeah, that's what's yeah, Monster Hunter. So yeah, you can play as male or female. You can be black, white, Chinese, whatever. And it repeat. So it's um, customizable. Yeah. It's completely customizable. Oh. There's no set storyline. It's basically you go at your own pace. And okay. the beauty of this game is you don't have to do it alone. You can hunt in a group. There are some there are some monsters in the game that just looking at them you'll want to quit right away. Like yo, abort the mission. What the hell? <laughs> so they, it's like a scary game. Like as you like as you progress in the game, as you get better armor, as you learn different skills, the monsters not only get tougher, they get smarter too. Okay. Like for you, I want to play that game now because you're saying the way it sounds, ice is something definitely I'm be into. Four, they recently released Iceborne with Monster Hunter World. It would be easier for you and difficult for you at the same time if you're a first-time player. Here's why: okay. you get all the weapons that we didn't get, us OG players that were playing since PlayStation, since um, PSP. You're getting the weapons that we didn't get. Like the insect blade, the switch axe, and um, so we come with perks, yeah, 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 and you're getting like the hunter arts and all that. Here's the thing in one of the things in monster in the original monster hunters, if the monster's kicking your ass, you could just leave the area, heal up, and come back. This time, when you okay. the monster is right behind you, it's like, yeah, I'm on you. But here's something that works to your advantage that we don't have in the original Monster Hunter. Another monster shows up, which is a completely different species, and they fight for territory. Like they, like they kick each other's asses. Okay. And you get a little helper. You get a cat. Oh, that's cute. You name him, you give him armor, and you train him, you feed him, and he helps you, and he or she helps you in the hunt. 
And you hear me, I'm like, oh, that's cute because they have a cat. I love cats. <laughs> yeah, like the game starts off before you do anything else. You customize your character. You get your armor, and then it's like, okay, you get an idea of what you're going to be doing. I like games like that. That's very customizable to your play. Like, it's, you, you choose the person, how they look. And that's why I'm, I'm always going to put Sims as my top game ever. I love Sims. Right. Every single one. Sims 1, 2, 3, and 4. It's kind of whack, but I like it. I've never played The Sims. I've never played the Oh my gosh, you get addicted. I've never I played Sims since the first one ever came out. Um, my friend, she gave it to me. She was like, oh, this game's like corny. I don't know, it's for the computer. I was like, really? She gave it to me, it popped it in the computer. I was like, wow. My first year freshman in high school, popped the game in, and my life became that same life. I was dedicated, I was a mother, then I became a grandmother. I was so sad because I passed away, but then my kids grew up, you know, like, it was just, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, I had a whole different life in virtual game. Mm-hmm. That's, that was my life. I was really, like, I made sure my house was completely detailed to the way I wanted I started learning how to customize clothes for my own Sims and put it into it was like the Sims Creator thing tool they had where you can make your own clothes, you can make your own like car, and you can like do different things. Like you can mod the game. Then a lot of mods came out, and it was just like codes that I would put into the game. I just became an expert with Sims. Like I had all types of stuff for my Sims. You would not even believe it. You, but I didn't know regular Sims do this. I'm like, no. It doesn't. I have a code. I put it into the folder and I run the game. Now I can have my sim do all types of stuff. <laughs> you know what's another um, underrated game that I actually... I don't know if it's underrated, but I don't never hear a lot of people talk about it like that. Twisted Metal. So, it was big, right? Because I'm like... I always be like, no one never remembers Twisted Metal. But sweet, just kind of fit. Wait, I couldn't hear you. I don't know why I'm losing service. That was me, sorry. Okay, I'm like, I'm losing like connection terribly. <laughs> okay, um, what I was saying, yeah. What killed Twisted Metal back in the day was the following video games for the 64. Okay. World Cup, Mario Kart for the 64, and GoldenEye, if you remember. Mm. I don't remember GoldenEye. GoldenEye yeah. basically the precursor for Call of Duty. I remember now. Yep. Yeah, GoldenEye, like, if you wasn't playing GoldenEye between 1998 and 1999, you wasn't saying nothing. Yeah, I remember playing GoldenEye now. And then Mario Kart came along, the new Mario Kart. For the... And then, um... And then FIFA World Cup, like... Yeah, that's when I started getting into Halo 2. 
during those times. So Halo came out, and I was like, yeah, I was high school. Halo was big. Halo was very big. Yeah, yeah just very I, big. I was playing Halo, but I was playing. And that's uh, the time I got my own gaming system, and I ain't had to bother my brothers no more. And me and my brother, and that's when oh my god, it was so fun. That was the first time I was introduced to online gaming with other people. Yeah, online gaming was Halo. Was, is what changed gaming forever. Exactly, Halo. I don't know if it had online gaming before. But I knew that's what introduced me to online gaming. I will be in my room, my brother will be in his room, and we'll team up, and we'll have a whole crew, and we're gaming, like, gaming for hours. And you are- we even made friends, like, lifetime friends now that I know to this day that I met through online. <laughs> like, there was the, the one game that they had online leagues for. This is what started um video game battle leagues, the Soulcom video game. That's what started it all. Like if you, that's a fact. If you couldn't play Soulcom in terms of a shooter game, hang it up. You can't call yourself a, that's true. a competitive gamer. I'm not a competitive gamer. I, I'm my team. They always talk about how they have to, you know, carry me. But that's a lie. I'm like my tactic of playing is totally different from a lot of people. Me? I'm more of a sneak attack here. You know, like, I'm going to creep up on you. I'm not going to snipe you, but I'm going to literally, I, when I creep up on you, I actually, it's going to be like nasty. It's going to be a nasty kill. I hate sniping. You know why I hate sniping? Because the people who do the sniping, not only are they not using a sniper rifle, but they talk the most trash. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> It's like I always wonder that too. Like you're camping, shut up. What, what are you talking well, I remember about? I made the, I made the, I made these kids cry in Soulcom. Oh my gosh, really? I made them cry because they because I don't have a mic, so they kept talking all this trash using the N word. It's like, oh, okay, I got something for you. So I went on my own team, like because you have to have your own insignia in Soulcom. So I put my insignia up. It's like, yo, I'll take all of you. So it's about six of them. So I'm assuming they're new. I think, yeah, SoCon was like my first army game. Nah, it really wasn't. I'm trying to think of another one. But go ahead, sorry. So, as it's set up, like, when you use, like, the the docks as your battleground and the respawn is infinite, is infinite, you always respawn in almost the same places. Like, you know when people are going to respawn. We're going to respawn. So you spawn trap them. (laughs) Not even that. I would flash bang them and let them shoot each other. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Did they rage quit? Because I like doing that. I like getting people on rage quit. That's like my thing. One guy, one kid rage quit it because he's like, yo, why am I on such an incompetent team? Either this guy is incredibly good or we incredibly suck. Yeah, that's usually it too. (laughs) Your team doesn't know how to play. As a team, everyone playing to get kill streaks. So it's like, oh yeah, I don't see me coming. Oh. I did the same thing to them five times before they figured it out. <laughs> yes, because I, and then I, you realize, like, you think, what's wrong with them? Like, what because like I'm going against, because I was playing against other people, and like, yo, they would sun me. Like they would literally be sunning my ass. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, y'all talk all this trash, 
So that means you hacked the game somehow and got those credentials. Because if you have these credentials in the game, there is no way I should be, you know, running. I shouldn't be able to do this to you. So that's SoulCom. SoulCom was lit. SoulCom was, was good. It was good for, for its time. Before Call of Duty. I still don't play Call of Duty because I, I have a bias towards third first person shooters. Really? You don't like it? I don't, Why? I just don't, like, you know, because. You could change at the, the, the camera view. Oh, so you can put it to first person, to um, third person. Nah, I really don't know. I just said that to convince you to come come along. No. <laughs> I just wanted you to join the team. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. If I, oh, I was about to say, like, you know, I want to come over here then. Maybe I, I should be over there playing. But here's a game. That's like my game. Like, here's a game franchise that if you haven't heard of it, and you should play it if you haven't played it, the Tenchu games. I haven't. So why should I? Let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead. I haven't. Basically, the Tenchu game gives you what it is to be a ninja. Ooh, okay. I know you like ninjas, but I should have known. Even though technically, I don't have to wonder what it's like to be a ninja because I hang out with people like that. <laughs> but that's another... You're basically a ninja. <laughs> I'm not exactly, but... Anyway, so with the Tenchu games, there was one game where you were able to customize your own board. Like, you made your own, like, level. You set up the pitfall traps. You set up where the enemies are. And other people come on your level if they can outwit you. Right. Now here's the thing about tension. It's like a uh, it's a mind, it's like a thinker game. You have yeah. to think. Fact about okay. Tenshu that most people don't know. Okay, the main character Ricky Maru, the white-haired. Ninja, you wouldn't believe who he's based on. So it's a white character. No, he has white hair. And he's oh, he has white hair. Basically, the main character. Ricky Marley is the main character. Like he's the, the um, like one of the top guys within the ninja clan. Like whenever there's a problem, people call him to deal with it because he's just that well renowned for his skills. But here's a fun fact that most people don't know about Ricky Marley. You ever watch Naruto? Yes, I've been forced to watch it. I've start, I said like that. Is I've every time like I can get I can't get into it because I never watch it from the beginning. I'm always put to watch it, wherever it's at, and I'm like I'm lost. What's going on? It's easy to get into once you catch it from the beginning. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what somebody told me. That's what I gotta watch it from the beginning. But yeah, I've seen a few episodes. Okay. The main character from Tenchu, Ricky Maru, is based on one of the characters from Naruto. He's based on Kakashi Hayate, the copycat ninja. Oh. So in the game, he, that's why he learns, like, basically whatever he sees, he learns. Not exactly. Not exactly? Okay, I'm confused. Okay, go ahead. Because he's that legendary. Like, his whole... The way how he looks, the way he fights, 
they based it on Kakashi. Because Kakashi in the Naruto storyline is basically the most feared, respected, and well-known ninja of all time. Like, everyone knows who he is. And they're scared of him. Like, you gonna, you want to fight a guy that just by looking at you, he can copy your moves and your powers move for move? As if you taught nope. it to him? That's somebody you try to beef with? I don't think so. Facts. Yeah, not smart. Speaking of, which, speaking of which, you probably played this game, but if you're not a fan of this character or a fan of comic books, you probably wouldn't appreciate this game. But I did. I'm talking about the Batman Arkham franchise. Oh, that's, of course I played that game. What? <laughs> that's my idol. I love Batman. Which which did you, yo, I always, when I was little, I here's a fun fact about me. When I was little, I used to put towels around my neck, make a utility belt as if I was Batman. Really? Yeah. I used to take plastic bags, cut them up. My mother would like beat me <laughs> because those bags was not. That's not what that was for. Yes, and then I saw Michelle Pfeiffer do it, and I started doing it, thinking I was Batman instead of being Bat Catwoman. <laughs> make my own suit and be Batman. And my mother would look at me and be like, What's wrong with you? Again? Again? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a. Mm-hmm. Basically, that game made me think twice about wanting to be Batman. Oh, why? This got at so many times in that game. You said he died so many times? He got shot at so many Oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play Arkham. I didn't play um, Arkham Asylum. I played Arkham yeah. And then I played Arkham Origins. Which was... Okay. Origins. Went smoothly. If you don't read the comics, you wouldn't notice. But it was back one. Batman. Um, Batman Nightfall, which Bane broke his back. And the main storyline, which was the long Halloween. Basically staples in the Batman. And you don't know. The only reason Batman survived his first year as Batman. You said that's a a fact that I wouldn't know. Yeah, unless you read the comics. I read the comics and I know who Batman's baby mother is. Of course, if you don't know that, you ain't been paying attention. (laughs) I'm talking Batman's first year as Batman. Oh, so you're talking about way, way back? Yeah. All the way back. Okay, so the reason why he made it his first year, meaning he didn't get demolished as a vigilante, was because of being. Yeah, because the mob was sending hitman after hitman after hitman. And Bane, because he was following Batman around because he wanted to learn about him, when a hitman would almost kill him, Bane would kill the hitman. And the next day, the mob would find their hitman in a dumpster with his neck broke or his back broke. So they thought it was Batman that was doing it. So that's why they're afraid of him. It was kind of like a trick. Yeah, because Bane was like, because remember, 
because here's the thing about Bing that you may not know. He's afraid of bats. Oh, I knew that. Most people, he has a phobia towards bats, and Batman represents his fear. That's that's his whole beef with him. Mm, so that's why he's like, who is this guy? Why is he so into it? Like, he's coming to personally attack me because he knows I'm afraid of bats. Yeah. So it's like if I can. Because remember, Bane grew up in the worst prison in the world, and he took over the prison. And Gotham was supposed to be, like, the big time. Like, if you could rule Gotham, like, you were considered the biggest gangster of all time. So and then when you heard... <laughs> yeah. So when he found out about Batman, it was like, holy shit, there's a bat that's running around? <laughs> <laughs> the worst fear ever. Worst so it's like... Yeah, and Bane has taken over Batman over Gotham a few times. He's taken over. That's when Batman went into hiding. Not in hiding per se. The most recent time, Bane whipped his ass, kicked him out of Gotham, told him, if you come back here, I will kill Alfred and held Alfred hostage. He would torture him, basically. No, he didn't torture, he didn't torture Alfred. He no, I said he was going to basically keep him alive and torture him so he's gonna suffer yeah. which is worse well, than killing him well he actually did kill Alfred right he broke his neck right in front of little Robin I'm like you little hard headed your fault mm-hmm. but yeah the Batman Arkham games were good they're really good they still, it's just it's, you follow you have to follow the story yeah and, and you basically you, will know everything about that yeah that's like I don't know if you unlocked genius them doing it like that too. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the Calendar Man in the um in Arkham City when he was down in the basement locked up. Right. Yeah. And he said he had a story to tell you about somebody he killed. Right. So who who was that? So basically, what you had to do was go outside of the game, right, and change the date to a holiday, and go back there, and he would tell you the story. Oh, that's dope. I never knew that. I never, yo. <sighs> you see, look, sometimes you you don't know everything. I be playing the game and I didn't know that. I quit and I rage quit because when I can't pass certain levels, I just like, you know, I'm not doing that. You and, know, you know, what character in Arkham City made me want to rage quit? The Riddler. The one that he was in a cave, right? No, the, in the what's that called? The tunnels. Oh, you mean um, you mean Killer Croc? Was it that one? No, I'm talking about the part that made me want to rage quit. Quit because after I beat the game, you still had stuff to do. Right, that's know- what I'm saying. It was like where you have with the car, you have to go like through some tunnels, crap. With the Riddler, it was like this mission. Oh, that was um, that was Arkham Knight. That was okay. That was in the okay. That's the yeah, one. That one too. That one too made me wanted to rage quit because like I was so pissed. I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot. So who the hell made this? You know, you eventually catch him, right? Yeah, you do. But you keep going, like. But that made me want to rage quit. Like it was. I did it so many times, and I was like, maybe I'm tired. You know, like yeah, that's how you know the game is good when you want to rage quit. Like, I know a guy that was playing Monster Hunter with us, and he was going up against Rajan, one of 
the tougher monsters, aka the Saiyan or Goku, and why you call him that. And it was like it gets you have a time limit to do that. Like you have 45 minutes to do the um, the hunt, complete the hunt. And it was the last 10 minutes, right? And he was on his last life in terms of hunting this creature. And it's limping away, so it's time to capture it. He follows it to where it goes to sleep. His partner didn't wait for him to set the trap so they could catch him. He kicks the, the Rajon to wake up. The thing wakes up, goes Super Saiyan, and Kamehameha's everyone kills him. He almost threw his PSP. I would have been pissed. <laughs> you had him. Like, I have this game partner that I play with online. He's a type that he don't even tell you he's leaving. You don't even know he's gonna leave. You just know if you die too many times, and he's like gone. super nice. And he's like, okay. he's gone, and you like, oh shit. I mean, like, it's nothing you can literally say about it after that. It's like he's not coming back. Just wait for you. You know, wait until next time you see him online. And hope he sends you an invite because I always laugh and I be like, yo, <laughs> I start laughing like, yo, this kid is like, he really be rage quitting. Like, I don't care. My crew suck. He don't even say nothing. Like, at least tell us you're going to go. Like, tell us we suck. Say, yo, y'all playing bad tonight. Why y'all playing this terrible? He don't say nothing. He just quits and go. And I'm like, oh, all you see is his left again. You just gone. You just—that's all you know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you got. I'm like, well, we now a team of three. Mm. Then everyone quits after that because he's like, best player's gone. Yep. So um, (laughs) so funny. You get to play the most recent Spider-Man video game. Not yet. It's worth your while. I know. I love Spider-Man games too. I don't remember the name of the last one I played. Um, it wasn't my game, it was my nephew's game, and I was in like I came to, actually, I was in, in New York, so I was coming to visit. Uh, and yeah, he, he was, I was in Houston, Texas. Oh, you went to Texas, and you brought- I was a Texas girl, <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I was out there for a while. Um, and so yeah, when I used to come visit, I used to stay at my sister's house because she has a big house and she has room for me, but my nephew would be like, I want to play 2K. I'm like, so why would you buy Spider-Man then? You want to play 2K? You should never bought this game. I'm a visitor. Yeah, I treat me nice and be quiet. You know? <laughs> Bully him to play his, his game system. <laughs> but no, it was just, that's the only time I've really played Spider-Man games. Never actually purchased one myself, which I'm actually thinking about purchasing then. Which well, I should. The most, I should. One, the most recent Spider-Man game is worth your while. A lot of his core villains are there except for one i'm not going to tell you who it is but okay don't tell me because i like surprises he's no he's not in the game but they're supposed to be making a sequel which will focus on miles morales the black spider-man if you're familiar with the black spider-man the venom one Um, no the the black one is the one that from he's an alien basically an alien no, the black Spider-Man is a, a black kid that takes on the mantle of Spider-Man. Oh, that's what you meant. I meant you, like, the... Uh, African-American kid. Yeah, I thought, okay, I know what you But I thought you was meaning, like, you know, when the Spider-Man turned into his suit. Oh, you like, mean Venom, the, um, the symbiote. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> no, we're talking about Miles Morales. He's basically the only thing he has. The only Miles thing Morales pro- ain't that Morales is like a Hispanic last name. Yeah, he's half Hispanic. Okay, that's what. It, okay, yeah, I've seen some of the cartoons. I think they yeah. have like a show now. Yeah, and he's on it. But the only thing Miles Morales has, only thing Peter Parker has over Miles Morales is experience, basically. That's the only yeah, thing he has Miles over Morales him. Miles Morales like a kid. Yeah. And he's funny. In fact, in the comics, during the second Marvel Civil War, he almost killed Captain America. A.K.A. Captain Yeah, he almost beat Captain Hydra to death. He almost beat him to death. Okay, I'm on the Spider-Man game now. What's the name? Is Marvel Spider-Man the city that never sleeps? No, not that one. It's a one where Spider-Man has like a new costume. The heist? The heist? I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, definitely. Okay, so so Spider Man is a good buy. Definitely yeah. download it and play it. Yeah. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk more on up and coming games or more popular games of this generation that everyone's playing. Okay. Okay. So let's. Uh, we'll be right back after we pay some bills. And we're back, so we are discussing video games. In this segment, I would like to discuss up-and-coming video games as well as more popular video game franchises that more people play than they should. Let's start off with a video game franchise that most people stereotypically play, including myself. The NBA 2K games. Oh, I never play that. What is your reason for not playing? It's too easy. Like to be honest, it's not to sound like you know what it is. It's that I learned how when I play, I learn how to do combinations in certain games like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. You learn finisher moves. So when it comes to those games, I would like when I play 2K, I kind of know how long I'm supposed to hold the the buttons to make a good shot to be accurate. I kind of know how to make free throws, how to make all of them, and it's kind of like. I know how to maneuver around with a fake player, not in real life, because I suck in real life basketball. I only know how to shoot three pointers. Um, both. Yeah, I'm like a great shooter. So my brother told me how the formation, how to shoot. That's all I know how to do. So when it comes to handle, I don't know. But in the game, it's like to me, it's a game. So it gets very like easy. And not only that, sometimes they make they make it harder for you because your your character hasn't built up certain like levels and stuff. And it's kind of hard to me. I don't like it. Like I actually used to play this other game. It's like oh my god, it was like a trick game for basketball. And I like that. Oh, NBA Street. No, there's another one. You can literally customize your player. You can have a girl player. You do mad dunks and like yeah. That was NBA. Street. It was NBA Street. Yeah. It was streets, right? Like, okay, that. Yeah, street ball. I used to play with, I used to play with my girl character, and they used to say all types of like 
trash you talk. Know, all types of stuff. They had like real players from that um, park in New York. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, so they'll have like one of the players, Hot Sauce, I think that's his name. Yeah. Character. So yeah, that game was lit. I love that game, but. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'm, I'm guilty of being a little hater when it comes to that game. Well, the reason why I got into NBA 2K in recent years, like you, I didn't want to play. But what made me want to play was the customization. And okay. now, actually get a story. In recent years, the last couple of 2K games, you actually get a storyline, like an actual story. Like, yeah, I played the storyline. That was pretty cool. I like the beginning like, of the last wave. It was the one that it was like... I think um, Jay-Z did the soundtrack for it. That was, I think, 2K18. I'm not sure which one Jay-Z did the soundtrack for. Whatever they started the first one, you actually go through the agent, you're playing as a college Yeah, player. that was the one Spike Lee did that. that yeah, that's the one. But you know that, you know that was basically Spike. a downgraded version of He Got Game, right? Yeah. I yeah, I heard of that too. When the game came out, a lot of people. Yeah, because it had the same janky um agent. It had the same agent. Like, you want this watch? I'll give you this watch. I can get you the best NBA here. So they used yeah, the it was the same kind of a uh, uh, thing. But the difference is with the movie and the game is that you didn't have the father trying to take advantage of him. You didn't have people telling him what he should or shouldn't do. He was just focused in the game. He was just focused on the game itself. But yeah, here's I like what them. I like to play it now because the shoe customization has gotten way better. You're not just you're not just changing the colors. Me as a designer, it's like okay, I'm just changing the colors. That doesn't make you. That doesn't make it my shoe. It just means I picked the color. It means. I'm building it from the ground up. Like, is it gonna be rubber? Is it gonna be leather? Is it gonna be... Yeah. Oh, you can do that? No, well, that's cool. You can Actually, have, is, is it gonna have zippers? Is it gonna have laces? Is your shoe gonna be on Jordan? Is it gonna be on Nike? Is it gonna be on Adidas? Is it gonna be on Under Armour? Like, you get those kind of real life choices, and that's what I like. Cool. And and here's what I do when I play 2K that most people will not do. When you put yourself in the game, I put myself in the game. As in, my real in the game. Like, dudes make themselves six foot two, six foot four, but in real life, they four foot nothing. Yeah. I put five nine in the game. Like, that's the real challenge. Like, can you still score when everyone is bigger than you? Can you still hit that three-pointer? Can you still do that dunk? My thing is that, um, does you do you feel like the height is a disadvantage for you when you're playing, certain, or you don't? To a certain extent, yes. But it makes it makes the game more of a challenge. So you like yeah, the it challenge? It's not as easy because it's easy. It's harder to defend, and it's harder to score. But there's a trick to it. Like, you can do the pump fake, and you just make sure you have a, a wicked crossover. You see, like, I do things like that. Like, to me, that's a combo. So once I learn how to do certain things, and I don't know, 
which is in real life basketball that applies is like you do a move, kind of premeditate the other person's move because of your move, and then you go off on another move that the person not aware that you're right. So that's how I play NBA and people say you cheating. And no, I'm it's like, not. I don't want to play y'all. I'm too emotional. Like I've done beat guys that I beat. I done beat avid NBA players. Like I'm talking about they play day night. They have their my career lit, and I will play. Cause my brother would say, "Oh, you play my sister. She plays this for fun." For some reason, they think like I'm like for like uh over. What they call those? Oh, push over. No, no, they think that like. When I finally, when they realize that, oh, she actually is good, and they be like, you lying, you probably be practicing. I'm like, dude, I really don't play this game like that. They think I'm lying. They be like, no way. I don't know if you ever seen a movie with um, Adam Sandler. Yeah. How they said, like, Yes, that's exactly what it is. I know the rhythm of the game. Have a rhythm. And NBA 2K, one of those games. Monster Hunter, on the other hand, exactly. does not have a rhythm. Just when you think you got it figured it out, some, some some just come out of nowhere to sock you upside the head. Right, right, and that's me. Like I literally have, I know the rhythm for the NBA, and I just be like, like you said, pump fake, crossover, and then you do like a little nice move. And we're back. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We got cut off. Yeah, we back. Yeah, so we were saying about NBA 2K. You were saying there's a rhythm to it. And I am master the rhythm. Let me stop, because I can probably get my eyes beat by a real good player. And yeah. some people, I think they think too hard about it. So when they play... They're already like, well, I'm a speaking of making characters the next NBA 2K game, rumor has it, is that you'll be able to make a creative character and play in the WNBA. Really? See? That's, that's the rumor. Now, on. that's amazing. I know for that's a fact that you can play in the WNBA. I know that, but rumor has it that you'll be able to make a, creative, a female creative character and play in the WNBA. And wow, I'm, be, I'm looking forward to that. That would be amazing. And I think more people would play if they would do that. Right. Because you don't have too many video games where you can play from a female point of view. Right, unless it's like, you know, a, a, um, a woman, basically, a woman game. Yeah. But, but like, a game or like, Stuff like that because in Call of Duty they started adding female characters, but I can't customize. I, that's what I want Call of Duty to do: customize. You can customize your game first. Yeah. Like this is the one thing like a lot of people have been looking, been asking for. Like a lot of women like want custom storylines that have customized women characters that are 
geared towards the women. Because right. I think, I mean, honestly, if they do make a WNBA 2K game, do you really think it would sell? As much as 2K? Like, I mean, like, they're just the NBA. Because, you know, WNBA is different from NBA. But it's, it's, you know, it's women's <laughs> NBA, but you think if they make their own separate if they made their own separate game, yeah. that that's a good question. That's a real good question because I would play if they made a women like a FIFA for women soccer. I would play that. I love FIFA. Like I would, I would definitely play it. But I don't. It depends on how they promote it for one. And a lot of dudes would have to suck it up and be like, you know what? Let me give this a chance. Because let's be honest here, the, w, the WNBA does not get a lot of, of, of press that they deserve because they got some women over there that's a ball that really can play. Did you, do you believe what Dave Chappelle said when he wanted his own stand-up for women his kids? What did he say? When he said, if women feel they can do everything a man can do, so what if LeBron James wishes to, like, you know, has a section enjoys the NBA. Like he's based, they wouldn't want that because he's gonna basically be the best WNBA player ever. Because basically he's a man, so that's what he's trying to say. Like a man, well, player, the best men basketball player will always be better than the best female basketball player. Well, you gotta look at it like this. It would just be another version of Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie was a into this, so I think she still remains the best women. The best. So it would be the same she's scenario. She's a best, at, like she's a good athlete, whether she's a woman or not. Yeah, she was a beast in her time, and I think, me personally, she was better than a lot of dudes that's on the main exactly. roster. Yeah. People argue that so, so much, and it's like, yes, exactly. So basically, it would be business as usual. Like whoever team, if that would have happened, whichever team gets that gets. Uh, that that player would have an unfair advantage because it wouldn't matter. It, it would be basically business as usual unless they get a butt like at least ten transgender players. That's when they even had a rumor that she was a man. Yeah, I, I, I remember that rumor, and it was like really, like really. Yeah. Y'all want to disrespect her like that? They did the same. Yeah. So, um, what's her name? Serena Venus. Arena and Venus. They, they literally have a whole because I'm into conspiracy like very heavily. Um, they have one where they say that they were boys. Like they born, they were boys. The father was very smart, and he, from a young age, he disguised them as little girls. Like, they even had videos like trying to prove that they were boys. You know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Hollywood, especially for Black Hollywood. If you don't have some kind of rumor going on about you, you ain't popping. If some random rumor doesn't start about you that throws some dirt on your name, you ain't popping. Like, it ha- it's like you're being discredited for how great you are. So that's yeah. why the rumor is even created. Exactly. They have to throw some kind of dirt on you. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we about games. I want to talk about FIFA. I think FIFA, FIFA. is amazing. One of the best games. It's one of the best video games of all time. The most recent one actually gave you a storyline. 
really, because I haven't even gone to second You play as a character that's growing up and wants to play on a professional team. He auditions and actually makes it on map, um, one of the teams he tries out for. Like, you're playing for one of the British clubs in, a, um, in Britain. So you can end up playing for West Ham, Manchester, Arsenal, you name it. You can end up playing for one of these teams. And the storyline goes from there. And it helps that the character is black. So you definitely get into it even more. Alright, I can see that. I can see myself playing that. Like, it's, I, li- I love it. I personally love it. Like, FIFA, to me personally, put soccer on the map in terms of games. When you got dudes that don't even play soccer playing the game, so it's a good game. You know what Okay, there's another game that, if you haven't played it, you should be playing it. The Mass Effect. I never played it. It's worth your while. You I'm can play it. Like I said, I'm, I'm now just strictly buying it. Is it violent? Yeah, Mass, yeah, Mass Effect is a shooter game. It's an alien game. Okay. Start off with a character named Shepard. And you can be a female or male. You can even get into a relationship. Okay. Like, get, yeah, like, I was playing, like, the first Mass Effect game on PlayStation 3. After my friends have moved on and they were playing Mass Effect, um, the more up-to-date Mass Effect games, I'm still playing Mass Effect um, 2, and I was flirting with one of the characters named Jack, who was a female. Because when they first introduce her, you think Jack is a, a man. <laughs> but when you find, when you, because everybody's scared of Jack, like you have to keep Jack locked down. Jack can't go anywhere. When you <laughs> like when they do Jack, that. <laughs> when you find Jack, it's like, wait a minute. Jack's a woman. Her name is Jacqueline? Or just... No, her name is just Jack. Jack, no, but that's her, it. Probably her real name is Jacqueline, and she's very tough. So... Yeah, she's very tough. So you have to have a dialogue with your crew members that are on your ship. So you gotta talk to them, whatever. And before I know it, I end up flirting with this woman. And she's like, oh, so you wanna break off a piece? Come on, let's go. Whip it out, let's go. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like she's really aggressive. Like you can have an open, that's one of the um, achievements in the game is to have a relationship. Okay, that's cool. Like, it's a, it's a really good game. Like, Mass Effect is a really good game. I gotta, I gotta look into it. You know what? I'm a, we used to have a stream where we, I try out games that you recommend that I never played. Okay. Here's another game that... planned that one day. Yeah. Here's a game that you, should, that you should be looking forward to if you're a Marvel fan. The Avengers video game. It was teased in the Spider-Man game. You see Spider-Man go past... The most recent Spider-Man game, which is open world, you see him Avengers out. So you got a little glimpse that yeah, maybe you could possibly get an Avengers game. They and most likely will. No, we're getting it. We got oh, an okay. Avengers game. Okay, that's what you're saying. So they coming out with it. Yeah, it's coming. Like the trailer is dope. I didn't see it. So oh the my trailer. When did it come out? Um, earlier this year. And it's supposed to drop like September or so. 
like in time for Christmas for the new um console. I need to start ordering. I gotta go back to GameStop and come back with a subscription where they give you the magazine every month or yeah. something like that, and they have everything. Cause that's where I used to get all my information from. And then also, I don't, I don't have satellite TV. I use everything on the internet, so it's like. Yeah. yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't been on point with certain things. Yeah, so basically, this Avengers game, like, everyone's an established, like, they've been together for a while, and something goes wrong, and the Avengers are blamed for it. So the Avengers are disbanded, S.H.I.E.L.D. is disbanded, so now you get AIM that took their place, which is short, which is acronym for Advanced Idea Mechanics. And AIM is just another branch of Hydra. And they're trying to exterminate all the Inhumans. If you know who the Inhumans are. Right. Basically, they're, for those people who don't know anything about the Inhumans, they're basically a poor man's X-Men. They're basically the X-Men knockoffs. They're pretty powerful, but their powers are limited. Like they like the, the, the lesser breed of superheroes. Yeah. But, but here's the thing with the Inhumans. Unlike mutants who are born that way, Inhumans have to go through something called Terragenis to get their powers. Like the, what they call the Fantastic Four? Mm, something like that, okay. but it's not... Spider-Man? Like you get bit by uh, a little actor? Well, Spider-Man and... Um, Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, that was a freak um, accident. What they're called, what they're referred to as is metahumans, because they went through a metamorphosis. With Inhumans, the gene was already there. It just had to be activated. Oh, but here, like, mutants, they're just born that way. So, basic, so basically, it's like the main character who you start off as well you get a chance like the first gameplay i'll send it to you you get to play as all of the avengers that are in the game which include the hulk tony stark aka iron man captain america thor and of course black widow and they say hawkeye is supposed to be a dlc but one of the main villains you get which I'm glad that he was in the trailer, and you see a glimpse of him, is the Hulk's old playing buddy, Abomination. Oh, I remember her. Because the, oh, movie did, cool. the movie did not do Abomination justice. It didn't. So, I'm looking forward to that game. I definitely will be playing that. They need to come out with a new need to speak. Um, they're supposed to. Okay, they're cool. Cause I still, I still put um Mystery Rivals as the best one, and this been a lot after that. So I'm like, I don't know. Like they need to come out with something new. You know, kind of getting bored with it. I actually love Mystery, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of getting boring. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, like they need to do something different, like new, like. You know which game is getting old and they need to move on and come with something new? Grand Theft Auto. Facts! Oh my gosh, and guess what? I kind of still play it. 
I still play because like, you know they have they have new things that come out. Like now you can own a club. Now you can do this, and it's like okay, is this? It's like once you get it, you get new missions. But then it's like it's so quick. It's so quick, and like, okay, you get like everyone has done everything there is to do in the grand in Grand Theft Auto Five. Right, they like give it up. It's gotten. I to agree the- with you. Like, give it up already. It's point now, where a guy he made a series off of Grand Theft Auto Five Free World, where it's a war between the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I was playing with my friend. Like, I was playing on my friend's thing, and I made a regular person, and I'm riding around on a bike, right? I'm riding around on a Harley Davidson. I go up through a neighborhood. I had to have gone through at least five rival gang members' territory. First, I go through the neighborhood family, aka Grove Street, because they were raising green. Like, it's obvious they were Grove Street. Then ballers, then the Latinos, then some Crips, then some Bloods running. No, it was Crips. How you a Crip and you running around from a shoe chasing me? Yeah, they do that. That's what that's what makes the game fun. Because I but have my crew. No, but here's but here's the thing: if you're gonna run, if you're gonna pretend to be a gang member, at least have the decency to do the right gang call. Right. Dude, he was totally no. Yeah, that's like, but that it was. It's just funny, you know, to run into characters like that. Like they get to be gang bangers and drug dealers for fake. Yeah, like <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you run down on them in real life. They're not like that. Definitely not, because I'm not like that. And I had a crew. We was called the Mad Ones. We was full of. We had a lot of skulls, and we was always wearing black. Everything. If you did not wear black, I was the. Um, I wasn't the. I was the vice president. So I can actually change their outfits and make them change. It. They would get so mad. Like I don't want this outfit. I'm like, well, you know, the, the, the dress code. We gotta make. We gotta make an impression out here. You know, they gotta be scared of us. Every time they see us online. They don't like, you know, these are the bad ones. They're gonna come get us. You know? I don't know if you are familiar with the show Sons of Anarchy. Yes, I am. Like, like my friend, he made the skin, like he made the cuts, and he got like five or six guys to roll with him, right? Nice. So, like, they're in formation, like riding how a club is supposed to ride, two and two. So they're like, you know, riding, doing their thing, whatever the case is. Like so many people came was like, yo man, how you get that skin? Like, can we prospect for you guys? Can we prospect? Can we prospect? <laughs> I was like, what? That's cool. Cause yeah, like, you get you that's the fun in GTA that I'm like, okay, that you have online. But it's it's like what else can you do but do stuff like that? Like get creative now. Like we're milking it now. Time we need some we need a new storyline. Right. <laughs> But me personally, what what pushed Grand Theft Auto into the forefront of like storyline games that made it relatable for inner city kids was San Andreas. Exactly, I'm going to go there. So I'm going to say, which one you think was the best one? Which I, think, got- I think San Andreas is the best one to came out with. Because San Andreas was relatable because we all know somebody like Sweets. We all know exactly. somebody like... like Everyone knows somebody like that. Right, Vice that, City was pretty good. Yeah, Vice City was good. Vice City, I can't even front on Vice City. And I like how they made reference, each game made reference to the other. 
Yes, and not only that, Vice City, I like that it made reference to a lot of movies I love. Like, yeah. Scarface. Yeah. There's another one, the, um... Please tell me with Godfather. It made reference to Carlito's Way. Oh my god, that's one of my favorites too, Carlito's Way. I was, I was watching it today, but I... I'm gonna watch it again. Can you do a pause right now and we come right back? Actually, I was going to wrap it up with this segment. Uh, hello? Hello? Can't hear you. Oh, crap. Well, I guess when we come back, I'll do... I'm yeah, sorry, I'm back. That was the phone call that I knew I was going to get. So... Yeah, so I was going to wrap it up with your top video games of all time. So it could be any amount? Yeah. Alright, even though I'm tired of GTA, I had a lot of great gaming memories with GTA. So mm-hmm. I would say that's one of my tops. Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario World. Okay. Let me see what else. Mario Kart. I don't want to put them in the same category. They're not in the same bracket at all. Okay, so Mario Kart. Um, what's another one? Hmm. Sims. Mm-hmm. Sims up there. I can play Sims anytime of the day. We forgot one classic game that the franchise just went away. But hopefully it will come back. Okay. Jam fight for NYC. Fight club? That's what you said. I didn't hear it. Kind of. Oh, that's her. Was fight. Death Jam Vendetta fight for NYC. Oh. Yes. That's they have Mary J in that one, right? No, Little Kim was in it. Okay. One of those. I knew it was some artist in it. I know you talking about. That one was fun. I love that. Game. It was fun. Like, what killed it was Def Jam Icon. Not the storylines, but the mechanics of the game. That's what killed the franchise. Right. That's what killed it. If, they, if you hear me, Def Jam and, and EA Sports, if you bring it back, this is what you need to do. Rename it Def Jam Vendetta World Tour and have every rapper in it. Everybody. Nice. And make it a ter- and make it an RPG like free roam, where the choices be cool. out, um, the choices you make affect the game, and be able to be male or female. Nice. So you could be a rapper, a producer, or or or. or just give me, give me two seconds. I don't need to cut you off. I just have to deliver. Okay. So I have to, I have to go right run real quick. So give me okay. two seconds. So while Miss Jolie handles that, my personal favorites. Death Jam Fight for NY. Sonic the Hedgehog, any one of them. Including Sonic Heroes. Um, Prince of Persia. Monster Hunter. Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter. And Soul Calibur. Now, I even though I'm talking to myself right now, but one of, but the main reason why I personally 
play video games because it gives you, it lets you go to another world and be something that you're not, and it's okay. And you're invested in these characters and their growth and their development in the storyline. It's like reading a book, but you actually control what goes on in the book. And it's rare that you find, well, it's not really rare, because from the stories we have told you guys, you can see that video games is something that everyone has in common. At some point in time, you have played a video game. So those are my top. Basically, while the fans were away, I gave my top video games, my favorite video games. But what I was saying about Def Jam, like it should be like a a, a, a free roam game where the choices you make out, you know, affect the reality. But the reason why it'll possibly never happen is because of two things. One, ego. Everyone's ego is bigger. It's so big and it's like, oh, I don't want to see myself get beat up and you know what I'm saying? Or I'm too good to work with this guy over here or this you know, guy. I thought about that too. And last but not least, the two character the two people that if they were to be in the game that would make it sell, like people would buy it religiously, they won't work together. Hmm. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Dr. Dre? Nope. Fifty hmm. Cent and Ja Rule. <laughs> put those two like, yo, they need to put those. my thing is they'll be dumb to not put the ego aside but you know how many people will want this yeah and you know this, like there's groups that broken up and put their ego aside to do a tour like a reunion tour right but you gotta that would be dope if they can put their ego aside and do a, a fighting game yo what People would buy it. People would buy the game just to see those two go at it. Right. And that would be the whole angle they can go with. Like Like, that's how they could promote it, just off those two alone. And the biggest rap rivals. Rivals of the do stuff like that. Like the biggest like not really because I mean, then again we gotta think about people really take these stuff seriously. They get emotional. Yeah, and it would stir things up. Yeah. So but 
the known, like the known rivals, like they can literally do that. Like make it a mission where you pick sides. You have to. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. The choices you make in the game would affect how it co- it turns out for you. How far mm-hmm. if you go. And like it could be like GTA, like it, it updates as you play it. Keep the game, keep it for because that's one thing GTA did that a lot of games haven't done. It keeps it. They keep the same game. The one that one game, GTA Five. That game been I don't know when it was released. Probably a couple of years ago. It was still playing. It's like five six years ago. Right, and that's kind of you don't think that's dope. Yeah, that's like how that game, like you know, we want to retire it because there's like nothing else you can do. But before we felt like this, it was amazing the things they was putting out. Yeah, and the one thing I liked about GTA, they've always given you a fresh storyline, and that's what I think. Like a movie. Like, okay, if we're gonna give us free roam, okay, give us a game that has free roam, but also give us a storyline. How about a regular, how about a storyline of a regular everyday person that's just in the wrong place at the wrong time that has to, you know, deal with the situation? Or, it's not, and it's not easy being in the rap game. They yeah. can angle it like that. Like, this is what we, this will be do it from cool a, about the game. And do it from a storyline where you could be male or female so people can see the, what females go through in the music business right. and see how tiny it is. And have certain characters come in as a And they can be inspired. And it can be inspired by a female rapper that went through something. She can inspire that. It can be like, and they saw her real spike story. Yeah, and here's another thing that they could do that you probably didn't think of. Like, give unreleased footage of certain artists in the studio. Like a Tupac or a Big or a Rock. Right. And upload your own music onto the onto the game so people can get it rated on yeah people could be like yo other online players can actually rate it yeah and be like yo this shit is dope and like if patent that you can learn i think yo you need to patent this this sounds like a this sounds like a game changer like Like, if this comes out like this that would be be a game changer because who wouldn't want free advice from a rockhead the rap god who wouldn't listen to a Jay-Z talking about, man, when I was on the corners passing out my CDs? Who right, and listen- again, you could have missions that do that. Yeah, like, you gotta do this, 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 and you this. You gotta promote your youth in the game. You gotta literally promote yourself to make it. Like, yeah. you have to do certain things that people don't know that artists have to do. Yeah. You know this recognition. Like, people don't know that Nicki Minaj for like a year before she got popping, she was in Jamaica Avenue giving out her CDs. Her it's true. I remember. She was I'm... on videos, like throwback videos of them, like, you know, interviewing her. She put her little coach purse, you know, probably a $100 coach bag, pulling out stacks of money that she makes off of, like, you know, little shows she do that people have to, like, they don't know. There's a lot of girls. They don't know that that's that was her husband and they were actually ill how can you like you know how can you even be a fan of her like she's a swagger jacker like she's trying to be like little kim and it's like no she had her own different come up than little kim they both went different they both had their own struggle coming into the game and becoming a top name as a female rapper you know okay. so that's like things that 
Okay. This is like, okay, I would like, okay, she went through the dirt. Like, I understand. But I respect that aspect of it. Because it's like, okay, I get it. Because I've been there. I know how it feels to pass out CDs and people take them from you and walk a block down and throw them in the trash. I know how that feels. That's happened to me, believe it or not. I know how it feels to people show up at to either rob you or boo you. I know how that feels. So, in that regard, salute to Nicki Minaj. This is why, this is why a lot of people don't like her because she does a lot of underhand behind the scenes. She does a lot of unnecessary underhanded things. That's why people, you know, have distanced themselves from her. And we're back. We got cut off again. Here are my final thoughts. First and foremost, I would like to thank Miss Jolie for joining me. Video games have always been an escape. They have also been the center of controversy. From ripping out blood and guts to being able to shoot up an entire neighborhood. Video games have offered us all types of escapes and be able to assume identities that we normally couldn't do in our everyday life. From being the gun-toting vigilante to being the smart lawyer to being the archaeologist that finds a hidden world and buried treasure. Video games have also has helped people, even in adulthood, embrace their childlike fantasy and adventures that we used to experience with our imaginations. Tune us, tune in next Sunday, this Sunday, for our second round roundtable discussion with Miss Jolie, new new guest as well as returning guest, where we talk about where do we go from here in terms of race relations and moving forward as a people, and how not to be pacified with symbolic victory, and how to recognize justice. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, Rage Against the Machine, always seek truth, love, peace, and chicken grease, deuces!